And I'm Tazua. What is our podcast? We are talking about art styles, artists, techniques, and other art creative things. So, our first topic is emotions in, the, in art and their effect on viewer. Yeah. So, what kind of emotions do you usually feel when you look at art? Uh, it depends on what art I'm searching for but mostly it's something positive yeah i'm more into the macabre most people don't like that i like the dark and the drab and the dreary kind of art uh the creepy um so generally that's what i look for um you know skulls and crossbones and vampires and blood and all that kind of stuff and, I mean, it doesn't make me feel bad. I, I actually like it. It kind of makes me feel like, wow, that looks pretty cool, you know. Um, but I also like, you know, like art, like, that's landscapes. My grandmother does a lot of watercolor of landscapes, and I like those. Um, they make me feel serene, kind of. Um, especially ones where she's been on vacation or whatever, and you can see where she's gone um because she'll paint wherever she's gone and i think that's cool yeah i i really like these too because uh we have one in the living room and it's i think it's ocean and it's in the night and there's a storm and it's really beautifully drawn the waves and storm so what kind of um Emotions do you try to latch onto when you're creating a piece of art? Uh, I'm mostly trying to make something that is happy, positive, but somehow it's easier to me to draw a quote-unquote sad picture. Well, it's easy to do sadder emotions, I feel, um, because... A lot of times it's easier to feel those emotions than it is to to find the happy in, in things. Um, you can look at a lot of artist stuff and you can see the, the sadness and a lot of the emotion in most art. Even in art that kind of makes you, you know, feel kind of happy. Um, last night I was discussing uh, Van Gogh. I'll probably mention Van Gogh a lot because he's one of my favorite artists, but... I was discussing Van Gogh with my girlfriend, and she was talking about Starry Night, and she said that Starry Night, it does kind of make her feel happy because it's, it's beautiful, but it also makes her feel kind of isolated because it seems like the point of view is from the top of the hill, away from the town, like the person's been outcast. And really, Van Gogh was outcast from his community. Nobody really liked him. People thought he was crazy and you know, stuff like that. He did have a condition um, where he would hear ringing in his ear, and that's most likely the cause, what caused him to cut his ear off in the end. But I agree with her that it does kind of mm -hmm. feel isolated what she mentioned it, because, uh, you know, 
it is overlooking the whole town, and but it is beautiful. It's a beautiful piece. Yeah. What kind of um, pieces do you know that makes you feel sad or or anything like that? I don't know. But, uh, I never. S- I. I don't know any any sad picture right now, but probably something that's darker. I know that. I know that a lot of people try not to look for the um, the darker if they don't like that kind of art. I would. I want to talk about um, H. R. Greer. Uh, sorry, H. I. Geiger. Uh, he's a very good artist. Uh, most people probably know him from the Alien films. Um, if you haven't seen the Alien films, he's uh, you've probably seen something along the lines like Alien versus Predator or something like that. He's the designer of the Alien itself. Um, if you if you look it up, uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of pictures of his art. He sticks to very um, kind of organic, like metallic kind of looking art, and it's kind of eerie and alien in itself and it's pretty much a fusion of you know two different types and that's going to be one of the things we're going to talk about is fusions today so you want to head off on that what kind of fusions we're going to talk about Mm, i don't know yet well what's your what's your favorite type of fusion I had it in my... I can't remember. Well, specifically, we're probably going to talk about fusions from Steven Universe. And most people have probably seen Steven Universe. Um, if you haven't, it's a very good show. Um, and the art style has to do a lot with gems and, uh, and how gems are formed and created and all that kind of stuff. Um... And specifically the way that they fuse uh, and create a new, basically a new character from two separate characters. Or more. Or more, yeah. It can be more than two. Um, it could be three or four. We Actually, we don't know the limit of how many people can fuse to create a new fusion. Um, the most we've seen is three so far. I think it's... I think it's theoretically in infinite because the cluster yeah. must, must be a lot of gems. Yeah, first. but that's kind of a bastardization of what actual fusion is. It's yeah. more like they just took shards and pushed them all together and created this being that doesn't really have a consciousness because the gems that were used to create it were already dead, so... It's just not really a conscious being, and it's not really fusion in the sense that it it is when, say, Ruby and Sapphire fuse to create Garnet. I'd say probably my favorite fusion is, hmm, I like Sigalite, but uh, she's kind of a... Uh, monstrous. Yeah, she's kind of monstrous. I can't remember what her, the other one's name is. Oh, Sardonyx. I like her. Um, Even though 
even though Pearl lied to continue forming Sardonyx. Yeah. But I like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that was... That's one of the things I really like on, like on this show because uh, in the later episode, episode we we saw what, why she did it. Yeah. She explained it. So, so this it's a show for kids, but there's there's a deeper meaning in some things. Yeah, that, that's how a lot of shows have been doing nowadays. They um. They've been, you know, presented to kids, but they also show other meanings, uh, especially for adults. Um, like, if you watch it, and you can get a deeper meaning um, from it, you know. There's this, there's this boy who is faced with this destiny that he has to help the Crystal Gems save the world from an oncoming attack, but, you know, he just wants to be a kid he just wants to be with his family and he doesn't want to have to you know live up to his mother's name or you know be forced to do things like this but it's what he has to do it's very similar in the vein to harry potter how he's born into this destiny that he's just thrust upon and he has to fight um he who shall not be named and it's very interesting just the way that uh, those two different stories take on where Harry um, kind of at the end s decides to live up to his destiny and then decides to, you know, fight at the end where we haven't seen what Steven's going to do. But so far, it seems to be taking a big emotional toll on him as a person. My favorite thing is um, you can look at how much they look at the gems themselves, the actual physical gems, not the characters. Like, if you look at Garnet, the character, and then if you look at Garnet, the actual stone, you can see where they look at the color palette and the creation of the, the uh, actual... Uh, personification of the gym itself. Yeah, this it's, it's another thing that it's that's cool on it. Yeah, um I think probably my favorite design is Pearl because if you look at Pearl and you look at her forehead, she's got she has her pearl there. But Pearls like these, like the one on her head, are imperfect pearls. The oval ones. So, she's not a perfect pearl like the other pearls. Because pearls are supposed to be round. But hers is, hers is oval. So I feel that has a lot to do with her characterization. That she's, she feels like she's, you know, just a pearl. But she's insignificant as a pearl. She's unique. She is unique, but she also feels that she's she doesn't have a, a place. Fusion is used a lot in some other animated shows, specifically right now that's coming to mind is Dragon Ball Z. And the way they do it in there is um, they take characteristics of the two characters 
basically usually the predominant characteristics and um, combine them into the one singular character. And they kind of do that in Steven Universe 2, but what they do is they also look at the gym that the two other gyms are fusing to create. So if you look at, say, Malachanite, because she's a fusion that was created unwillingly, she's kind of... Hostile. Yeah. Well, she's hostile, but she's kind of monstrous in her form. You know, all the other gym fusions, basically, they have, they still have the humanoid, you know, two legs, you know. Some of them have multiple arms, some of them only had two arms, but they have the two legs, the, the arms, the humanoid form, but Malachanite is the only fusion so far that we've seen that has, you know the multiple limbs on the bottom and that's kind of strange if you ask me how that fusion because it was fused between two two characters that did not want to fuse it looks that way I wonder whose idea was to give her arm legs how the community is calling it because it's it's really hard to draw it since fingers at all is hard to draw. Yeah. Yeah, I know that much. Fingers fingers are very, very hard to draw. And uh, usually usually when I'm sketching I'll go with the uh, a lot of people call it mitten hands. I'll I'll just do that until I wanna work better with uh, the hands later on. I think it's interesting that because Steven is half organic, the fact that he can fuse with basically any of the gems as well as any person as well. And I'm hoping that we will see more of that in the future, maybe him fusing with um with other people or one of the crystal gems, I think that would be interesting to see. Yeah, I think that's likely to see him fusing with Peridot or Amethyst. Yeah, it's most likely will be Peridot. Um, they seem to have a friendship that's bonding right now. I'm looking forward to, uh, I think it's the 12th is when it's going to be coming back. Um, but uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any, um, I mean, I've seen promos, but I haven't watched them. I don't like to watch... Uh, I don't like to watch things like that because it it ruins it to me. If I see like a trailer or something, I try not to watch trailers because I feel that it'll ruin the show or the movie that I'm gonna go see. Yeah, every um, or, uh, almost every trailer I saw isn't about what's going on in the film. The trailers, the trailer set. Uh, false things to me. It's I don't know how to say it. It's it's like they are lying to us because they don't they want to show us some things from the movie. Yeah. Or scenes, but at the same time they don't want to spoil us. 
Well, that's why I try to keep away from from trailers because they they do ruin the um the movie sometimes. Um, I mean, there's some people that do trailers very well, like um like the Star Wars trailer was done very well, but that's because J.J. Abrams um doesn't like to to create trailers that ruin his film because he wants to keep that mystery. He wants to keep you wanting to come, you know, see the movie. I'm actually rewatching Lost right now um, with my girlfriend because she's never seen it and uh, she likes it very much because um, he does do that mystery. Um, I think he calls it the mystery box. He continues on, you know, what's this? Uh, what's with the hatch? You know, what's with the hatch? What's with the hatch? And then you finally figure out what's with the hatch, but then there's a whole nother mystery that popped up from that. So you're moving on. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about some pieces of art that we've seen recently that we liked. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you start. All right. I've seen, um, I've seen this artist that I started seeing, uh, some art of hers. I'm trying to find her name right now. Uh, I think her name, yeah, her name's ABC Creations on Tumblr. Um, most of her stuff is uh, sketching, but she does do a lot of color work. Um, it looks very good. I like it. Uh, the way that she draws her characters are very, um, they're kind of cartoonish, kind of... Um, simple drawings but you know that's okay everything doesn't have to be like completely you know human looking or whatever Realistic. yeah but you know it's very simplified but it's very it's very good as in the way that it's done i usually browse i usually browse the uh, art tags on tumblr just looking for people who don't get a lot of recognition try to give them recognition for their art Another person that I follow, they post art sometimes, but they're mostly they mostly post other things. Um, their name is Lime Flavored Libertarian Twenty Four. Their art is kind of um, I don't know. It seems tribal, like tribal art in a sense. I'm not sure what their nationality is, but it's very um, tribal looking. But I don't know if that's because the source material that they're working from or or what. But um, I like it. It looks very um, interesting in the way that it's created. Um, he also does a lot of abstract stuff, um, like lines and, and stuff like that. What about you? Uh, yeah. I chose Vinked uh, Maji, or at least I think it's pronounced this way. And... I used a lot of her drawings as a reference when I started because it's 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 simple art. It's it's, it's manga, I think. Oh uh, yeah. She's drawing. Uh, she was drawing. She's not active anymore. Uh, she drew Mass Effect, some Hannibal stuff, and a lot of things. And I really like her style. The second one is Lucky FK, and he was also one of artists I was 
watching since I started and it's really beautiful it's I think uh, realistic or almost realistic and I don't know what else to say because it's really beautiful yeah um, well do they do they mostly do characters is that what is that what they mostly do yeah they stick to they stick to drawing characters yes and lucky also did some uh, scenes yeah and I think some never mind okay I and I enjoy um I enjoy anime and manga. Uh, a lot of people say that the that this it's you know kind of boring because it's stylized. But you know, style styles for those who create. Um, if you don't like the style, just don't look at the material. I know a lot of people who do like anime, um, myself included. Um, I've watched uh, so much that I probably can't even begin to name uh, any of them. Uh, I haven't watched any in a while, but that's what I usually do when I have free time is I'll watch. I like um, Studio Ghibli. I like the way that they do their backgrounds and stuff. That's what I enjoy is seeing the background art um, in a lot of these a lot of these shows. Okie dokie, is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm, I don't think so because I think it's maybe we could return to Steven Universe fusions if you want. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at some right now. Um, Mostly, it's uh, it's people's own fusions. Yeah, I did one uh, as a part of art collaboration. My task was to do line art for fusion between my pro and her Jimsona. Yeah, and I must say that it's uh, really interesting because you are combining two characters into one and you're not combining only uh, bodies also the personality of yeah. two characters yeah yeah you can look at that um how they combine the personalities of the characters as well like um amethyst and garnet's personality when they make sugalite is um brash and they try to be very cool and that kind of thing, but if you look at, um, I don't know, if you look at, like, a Sardonyx, or Opal, yeah, Opal's a good one, um, you know, what happens, what happens is Pearl, Pearl and Amethyst, like, Pearl kind of, her personality is controlling and neat freaking kind of calm, yeah, and she kind of reels in Amethyst and their their personality when they make Opal is kind of you know calm, collected, and calculated. 
I haven't done any fusions myself. I have done a Jim Sona, but I haven't done any fusions. I just think I think it's an interesting concept. It's it's um, not used very much. I've only seen it in a couple of other things, and I think it's an interesting concept to do. Yes, I definitely agree. Um, like I said, I'm excited to see what kind of fusions they'll do in the future. Um, specifically with Peridot, she's probably become my favorite character in the show. Yeah, she's really popular. Um, my girlfriend keeps talking about how much she lo- she's she acts like a cat. Um, and she does. She acts very much like a cat. And I'm interested in this in seeing, you know, what's going to happen with that. I I am very excited for or if she meets Lapis because from what I heard, I heard that uh, Peridot was Lepe's interrogator when she was captured in Homeworld. So I really want to see their first interaction now, then, since Peridot is Crystal Gem. Yeah, I hope we get kind of a uh, background to what happened to Lapis um, when she left. I think that would be interesting to see um, what she went through when she left the uh, left the gyms and uh, went to Homeworld. I think that'd be interesting to see. I wonder how far away Homeworld is because it probably isn't that far if she flew there. But then again, I don't know if she got intercepted by a ship. See, we don't know any of that stuff, and it'd be interesting to know that stuff. I also wonder how fast she can fly with her wings. Yeah, we don't we don't know any of that. We don't know how fast she can fly. We don't know. We don't know anything about that, and I think it'd be interesting to see. I think it's interesting um, when a gym reforms itself too, um, how they kind of change appearance a little bit. Like Pearl. Yeah, like Pearl. Um, I mean, Pearl's kind of a little more drastic change than a subtle change. Um, like Garnet. If you look at Garnet's like first form when she first appeared to how she looks now, the colors are kind of different and everything. But if you look at like, um, you know, especially you can see the subtle changes in Peridot because, you know, all that really changed in her was her hair. Um, and then Amethyst is probably the most drastic because she went through that whole spiel where she was forming into different ridiculous forms. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just an interesting concept for a show, and um, I like the way it goes. It goes through these changes. I wonder if Peridot uh, will put the Crystal Gem Star somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things she says. She says she wonders where she's going to put a star. Because um, right now she still has the yellow diamond in the center of her chest, if you look. And on her knees too? Right. 
Yeah, on her knees too. I think. Yeah, I think you're correct. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens because if you look at all the other gyms, they have stars everywhere. Um, Pearl has hers on her chest. Um, so does Garnet. Amethyst has. Do I? Uh, Garnet has also star on her gauntlets. Yeah, yeah. When she forms her gauntlets. Um, Amethyst has hers on her knees, and then you can see them, I mean, you can see them on all the characters, even the fusions, when they fuse, they have stars. So I like that consistency. I wonder how they, how she's gonna put it a star, because, uh, for example, her goggles, it's, it's fused to her, it's not like Garnet's. Yeah. Well, she also mentioned something uh, about but our clothes. She said that it's uh, uh, appearance modifiers that are not fused to her body. Yeah. Something like that. Well, when the gyms refuse, they kind of can decide what their fusion, like what their fusion is, or what their not refuse, but what their appearances um, somewhat so like Pearl took a while to decide what her new appearance would look like whereas Amethyst just kept coming back and coming back until finally she decided to wait and think about her appearance and Peridot probably knew already knew kind of what she wanted to look like that's probably why she came back kind of quickly so maybe the next time she gets um, poofed, she'll maybe decide what she wants to look like. Well, we've been going for about 32 minutes. If there's anything else you want to want to talk about or if you're good. I, th I think it's, it's all um, it's everything and it's, it's good in my opinion that it's longer than the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good that it's gone a little bit longer. Um, the last episode was pretty short. But, you know, like I said, we're still getting used to this. When they tell you to make a podcast, they tell you to make, you know, four or five episodes before you start recording. But, hey, you know, we kind of just wanted to throw it out there. And we'll get more used to it. We'll get more, um, more used to talking and stuff. And, Perfect. Yeah. Get a better... A better system down to how we're going to do things. Um, like I said, you can find me on Tumblr or, or anywhere, really. Just search Tozua. That's T-O-Z-O-A. Basically the same for me. Um, and if you listen to this, if you want to be part of the show, um, you know, even if you don't want to record, if you don't feel comfortable with that, you can send either of us a, a question on our Tumblr or somewhere else, and we can answer it on the show if you want to do that or however you want to do it. Um, we'd like some feedback of how we're doing. Okay, so that's all for today. So, goodbye. Goodbye.